1: Why are you on the prowl for trouble? Stop it. She's always on the prowl for trouble. That's just how she works. It's like she oh, she
2: chooses when I'm about to, like, go into a meeting or record the podcast or, like, you know.
1: Ain't that just the way. Yeah, Oliver is once again napping like a good boy, so I'm hoping it stays that way. Luna, oh, you can't scare now.
2: Oh, you can. She's a, that dark spot between my guitar case and the... Oh, she, oh well, there you go. <laughs> now she's behind the amps back there.
1: Cute. Trouble. And we love her for it. Um, I did the math, and by the time this is this is going to be released on Twin Peaks Day. 24th.
2: Oh! February
1: 24th. I the keep day looking that,
2: back to the,
1: the day that out. Dale Cooper arrives in Twin Peaks. How
2: exciting.
1: Is that why you're using that mug? That's why I'm using that this mug and why oh, I'm wearing my hey, doppelganger it. shirt. Did not even see that. But also, I just love this fucking shirt.
2: Well, yeah. I, probably if I had seen it, I wouldn't have even thought about
1: it. How's your day? I'm
2: very busy. Lots going on. Lots, uh... I could have had
1: the opposite. Really? Yeah, I've been sandblasting a lot of stuff at work. Like, and I... Nope, just remembered I'm not done. That's going to continue tomorrow. But that has been uh, the brunt of what I've been doing lately because we had to take these, like, antique, essentially antique, like, power grids out of the, they call them the cabinets. They're these four big metal, like, cubes, essentially, that go over all the, like, old-ass machinery that operates the locks like the motor and everything um we had one of the things we started doing at the beginning of the winter was like oh we're gonna take uh two of the grids out of the cabinets up at lock five take them apart you know clean everything refurbish it put it back together um we realized after doing that that the um heat resistant paint that you are supposed to put on the grids um you're not supposed to put primer on there So we had to go back up to lock five, take them back out, take them both back apart, sandblast them again to get all the paint off, and then repaint them and then repaint them and rebuild both grids. So we are doing that, which is fine because I don't, again, I like having my like menial task to do with my hands while I like listen to music or listen to podcasts or whatever, But also, today was, um, shocker, there's a bunch of dads and grandpas that work at the canal, and, um, (laughs) uh, one of the guys on the maintenance crew was retiring. Today was his last day, so I got Um, a free lunch. That's nice. So, all in all, pretty solid day for me.
2: Good. Lovely. Yeah, I can give you some of my work to do. It's a very, very long list. Just... Very, very,
1: very, I mean, at very. this point, I probably could, because I was a TA for three semesters.
2: You could take some of my TA's work. They oh, have a lot.
1: I mean, I... Probably,
2: yeah. Actually, I don't even know if the microphone picked up that sound. One of them just messaged me. Rip. Rip. We have a Google Space set up with that ongoing chat. Ah, uh, so fun. They me,
1: so. um, but yeah, we're starting off today with something... That's not so fun. I don't know why I chose this question, but I thought it would be something to talk about. Um, in your opinion, what's the saddest line in a movie?
2: I didn't open the link. I what's the link?
1: Oh, it's just that I'm accredited the Reddit post that yeah. I'm stealing this question from. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a hard one. I actually have one, ooh, and I forgot to silence my watch like an idiot. I actually have one that I don't think a lot of people or I don't know. I don't really see it pop up a lot. And people are like, oh yeah, that's like such a hard-hitting line in a movie. But for whatever reason it really gets me. You've seen Jojo Rabbit, correct? Yeah. I love that movie so much. But um during that scene when Jojo and Elsa are when she's, like, you know, feeding him all this all these bullshit stereotypes that he already thinks, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, like Jewish people, we love shiny things and all that stuff. But then he's just, like, he's, like, doodling in his little book and he just goes, oh, but you love ugly things too, right? I learned that in school. And it just absolutely guts me because he's a little kid who's so excited to who's, like, excited to share what he learned but what he's learned is just, like, prop, like, horrendous propaganda that he's being fed. It And, like, the way that it cuts back to Elsa's face just, like, shit, man. That one absolutely, like, is fucking gutting. And like, it almost, like, compared to a lot of other things in that movie, it almost feels kind of throwaway. Yeah. I don't know why it hits me the way that it does, but there you have it.
2: I mean, yeah, that that entire part is just a little heart-wrenching. You know, because he's just a kid and he doesn't really understand things, and it's like... I feel like a lot of people have had that experience too, where there was something that they didn't actually get, but they didn't realize that they didn't get it until something happened. They're like, "Oh, now I feel like an idiot or shitty," depending on the you know the situation. So I feel like there's a bit of um, like seeing yourself in that.
1: Yeah, possible. Um, I think there's something from from a uh, stage play that. The first time i saw this i've seen two productions of uh to kill a mockingbird the most recent uh, script revitalization that i believe is still playing on broadway and it's absolutely mm-hmm. excellent if you have any chance to go see it touring local production it's fantastic but i went to a production in buffalo with my sister mm-hmm. because she was taking mm-hmm. a theater class and it was extra credit mm-hmm. um and there's a point in there where uh, scout and Jem and everybody are like you know they're being kept in the like upper floor of the courthouse while the trial's going on and they wind up talking to somebody who like has the reputation of being like oh the town drunk or whatever but it turns out he just has like coca-cola and a brown paper bag so people will leave him alone <laughs> but one of the lines is that just like you could literally hear everyone in the theater just go oh Like, when this was said, because it was just so, like, ouch. It was when he was talking about how uh, his son died, and he shows Scout a picture, and she's like, I've I've never seen a person with hair like that before. And she goes, like, like, you know, when did he die or something like that? And she's like, and he goes, well, Miss Scout, he was mixed. None of the hospitals here would take him. I wanted to fall on the floor. You could literally just hear everyone go, like, oh. Like, that is what I, like, hmm, not to be all, like, storytelling is magical, but it really fucking is, because that's the shit I fucking live for. When you can, when you, like, audibly hear one single line, like, take the wind out of every single person in the room,
0: god damn, damn, that's
1: good writing. So yeah, um, those are two lines, uh, one from a movie, one from a play, that made me want to... Lie on the floor and pass away. You see that? A nice light topic to begin the podcast.
2: Yeah, but I've dug this I'm... hole, so. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm not good at coming up with things on the spot, and I forgot to think about this in advance. It happens. I was just scrolling through uh, the Reddit thread, and just oh my god, two. I came across two that like were personally very traumatic for me.
1: But I don't know if you've actually seen either of them. You also don't have to share your personal trauma on our Let's Talk About Funny Things podcast.
2: The, the movie SLC Punk, which I was obsessed with in high school. Is that the one?
1: Matthew Lillard? There it is. Yes, continue.
2: Yeah, I have it on VHS. <laughs> and i watched Sick. it so many times. Yeah, and there's a there's a part of it where like one of the main characters dies and it's just like uh like it's one of the classic matthew lillard yelling and lots of spittle scenes
1: i respect whenever people do shit on screen that's like kind of gross like in an emotional sense because like i've been there where you like literally just have like snot on your face and like you're disgusting Mm -hmm. because you're Mm -hmm. like shit's getting real I respect anyone who is willing to debase themselves like that on camera to accurately portray emotions like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, the the movie's big on, like, you know, the punk scene and being, like, a real punk and stuff like that. So when his friend finds his friend dead, he says, only posers die, you fucking idiot. Now what am I supposed to do for a friend? God, <laughs> just... Damn it. <laughs> okay. I can I can still hear it, and I just uh. But I think um, the other one is one that I would have thought about if I had put some time into it because it just that was one that stuck with me as a kid from My Girl.
1: That movie was a traumatizing experience for me um, as a young child. I like don't I hardly even remember watching it. I just remember having a fucking breakdown over it.
2: When she goes to his funeral, you know after yep. he dies. From He's getting stung glasses. by the bee, yep. where's glasses. He can't see without his glasses. What if I die? Like that, What then? That is, oh man, messed me up. I like that one of the comments on it says they said sad, not traumatizing an entire generation.
1: <laughs> no, <for laughs> I'm yeah. in the process of uh, beta reading a very angsty fan fiction that a friend of mine is writing, like as they're writing chapters, and every time. They put some line in the Google Doc that just, like, gut punches me. I always highlight it and comment. It's been like, what if this killed me? What then? Yeah. What would you be then? I'm such a pain in the ass. Oh, actually, similar vein. I'm going to paraphrase a tweet that I'm stealing from Ghost Twitter. Uh, If I can find who tweeted it initially. I remember their display name was Soto at one point. I'll see if I can okay. find it again because I like to give credit where credit is due. But um, gonna paraphrase a little. What's a song lyric that made you worse?
2: Worse in what respect?
1: Here's the thing. I know mm-hmm. what I mean, but I don't know if I can articulate it, which really does not help us whatsoever.
2: I so one of my two tied favorite bands, Los Campesinos. They have so many lyrics that just absolutely destroy me.
1: Yeah, and that's there's... what I'm going to say for Made You Worse.
2: Yeah. I mean, because, like, there's there's two in the same song that always get me. One oh, of them is... Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> that we kid ourselves, there's future in the fucking, but there is no fucking future. Which just... And it's shouted by the whole band, and so it just gets very, uh... But, the other one... uh, um, Oh...
1: You wait, do you have I'll take a minute. Yeah, okay, um, mine are actually- (laughs) see, here's the thing. Some of the ones that I really think about as having, like, made me worse are pretty, like, are pretty recent, so it feels kind of weird to be like, oh, I have this really deep emotional response to these, but, like, I do. One, mm-hmm. song From the Pinnacle to the Pit off of Meliora, the line, mm-hmm. You Will Wear Your Independence Like a Crown. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and two, uh Oh my god. What's it? It's on the sleep token album. Oh, is it Sundowning or This Place Will Be Your Tomb? Hold on. I want to get this right because I am really entering my sleep token stand era. Cannot recommend them enough. They only have two albums out. They're fantastic. Yes, it is from the Sleep Token song, The Love You Want. And the line is, like, I'm still full of the love you want. I'm just like, oh, man. Ow. Yeah.
2: Man, I feel like I would have a much easier time thinking of ones from, like, songs than movies.
1: We've had this discussion before, and it's not that either of us are like, oh, yeah, I, like, prefer music as an art form to film yeah. or TV or anything else. Whatever reason, shit just sticks.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the the line, um I'm gonna do it. I've told myself the only way to vaguely get along in love is by loving the other slightly less in return. I keep feeling like I'm being undercut. God, God damn <laughs> because like that was something i always thought like if you if you like the other person slightly less then it hurts less you know if they don't you and like he actually put that into words yeah especially the part of like i keep feeling like i'm being undercut <laughs> like oh, means God. they love me, that they love me less than i love them it's like a competition to see who can love them <laughs> jesus I
1: just- some the other. from musicals in particular where it's not necessarily, like, the lyric that hits all that hard, like, just by itself. But, like, from the musical The Band's Visit, which is also an excellent, excellent film, um, the the final song is called Answer Me. And, like, it's kind of just, like, the culmination of, like, everything everyone has been waiting for this entire musical. It's one of those films and musicals where like nothing happens but everything happens Mm -hmm. but just one of the lines in it is just are you there but they just put so much fucking feeling into it man
2: Mm -hmm. more
1: tone and just like ugh, i saw that live i cried so good god i love that that's another thing if you have the opportunity to go see that in any way shape or form go see the band's visit and also just watch the movie it's excellent but another one from a musical that also technically probably counts as being from a book is from Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. And I'm pretty sure that this section of the song I'm talking about, it's, um, the second to last song, which is just called Pierre and Natasha, which is an absolutely stunning song because it's just like a piano drone with like almost free verse poetry spoken over it. And like, There is physically no way... It blows me away because there's, like, no way you could ever convey the same emotion if you confined yourself to, like, a chorus-verse, chorus-verse type structure. Like, no way this could have been achieved anyway else. It, like, knocks my socks off every single time. But there's a point where everything cuts out, everyone stops singing, and, um... I believe this line is, paraphrased or like taken directly from Tolstoy. And it's, if I were not myself, but the brightest, handsomest, best man on earth. And if I were free, then I would get down on my knees this minute and ask you for your hand. And he's saying this to... um, This is going to make no sense to anyone who is unfamiliar with um, War and Peace or Great Comet. But I'm saying it anyway. But he's saying this to... Uh, Natasha, who is, like, in the aftermath of, like, having been she broke up with her fiancé because this hot, young fuckboy essentially was like, oh my god, I'm in love with you, we're gonna run away together. And then, when that doesn't work out she tries to kill herself. And it doesn't work. But he's saying this to her in the aftermath of all this, I'm just like, oh my god. I love Great Comet so much. I have already talked on this podcast before about the way that that musical had a just such clear cause to effect. If I had not found this one, I did, my life would be incredibly different. That show means fucking everything to me. And that is probably the best song in the entire musical. Pierre and Natasha into Great Comet of 1812, the last two songs. Absolute perfection. If I never get to see a production of that musical, my life has been a failure. Hmm. And I don't know. Hmm. It's not a huge money maker. Is the problem? Mm-hmm. Which is why I hate capitalism. Anyway, it's a long title. It needs something snappier. People just call it great comment.
2: I know, but if they see the full title, I feel like that really does make a difference. Because a lot of like, you know, like Wicked, for example,
1: um, you're, you're not
2: wrong. I in in my opinion the most um emotionally devastating song ever written is no lies just love by bright eyes because he is like the I king of emo. I
1: heard that. But I will keep that. In- oh, you know it's a absolutely recently discovered absolutely fucking devastating song, Bloodsport by Sleep Token. Mm. Oh my god. And the fact that the lead singer like they're completely anonymous. He just goes by Vessel. The fact that mm-hmm. Vessel leaves himself, like, the actual sounds of himself crying when he's done singing this in the, like, final audio, devastating. So, yeah, um, if you ever re- want to be really in your feelings, listen to Bloodsport by Sleep Token.
2: But the, the Bright Eyes song, like... It kind of basically tells a story about how he was contemplating suicide. Um, And like he was like planning and and getting ready to say his goodbyes and everything. And then he's like talking to his brother like very clearly. Um, (laughs) He said, now of course it's your decision, but just so you know, if you decide to leave, soon I will follow.
1: What if I set myself on fire?
2: And Every single time. And it's the way he sings it, too. Like, how he just sort of, like, trails off and lilts like he's starting to cry. And I just... Mm. That song just destroys me. But then his brother's having his first child. And so he decides he's got to, like, clean up his act. And so by the time the baby arrives, oh when gosh. he says, when your new eyes meet mine, they won't see no lies, just love.
1: What if I walked into the ocean?
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, if you want emotional devastation, listen to that song. Because it's not I will even like that you know, tonight. It's face down
1: on this very carpet.
2: Oh my God. That's a song that always just, yeah. But you have to do the same thing with Bloodsport.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, we should really just have a, a bright eyes listening party and just get real sad.
1: <laughs> Why would we do that to each other?
2: <laughs> but I have multiple albums on vinyl. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I listened to-, to this particular Bright Eyes album. Let me just sit down and wallow.
1: You know, sometimes that is what you need. And yeah. also, here's just the thing that's going to make me sound incredibly, incredibly basic. I will never not be in my feelings about Mariana Cross. I don't care how much of a, like, the-, the ghost song that popped off on TikTok and wound up getting me oh. into ghost.
2: I was trying to figure out why it was basic. I didn't know it was on TikTok.
1: Yeah, no. I I don't care how many people are like, oh, you're like a fake fan or whatever. Like, you know, you just got here, blah, blah, blah. The line, your beauty never, ever scared me. I need that injected. I need that entire song injected directly into my veins. The lyrics are fantastic. There's this little, like. Symbol like beat thing in the chorus that just scratches an inch in my brain. It's so, it's, it's so good. Again, I, people can come after me and be like, oh, that's like, you know, super basic, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Open yourself up to that song. Feel it. God, it's so good. Anyway. And now, um, I, I did this on purpose since we had, for the podcast, technically a pretty heavy conversation. Um, Now we have meme review cat edition. <laughs> I figured we deserve that after talking about um, moments in media that make us sad. Oh,
2: emotionally devastating content. Yeah.
1: I thought it was a good idea. So um, we have each shared... A bunch of cat memes in the podcast drive would you like to start or shall i either way i have, I have no problem i should have pulled this up earlier but that's on me yeah i got the folder open um, i was
2: trying to narrow mine down before we started but i just
1: i mean i have like 15
2: you have 16 i counted them because oh, okay. i can't see the thumbnails are like
1: this big so i can't see what they were did That on purpose um, I mean, if you have yours on hand, please pop them in the chat, do what you got to do. Yeah, I got
2: 19. Okay, <laughs> I tried to throw them.
1: Not like we either of us have anywhere to be.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're in the podcast folder.
1: Oh, yeah, that's smart. Mm, but do, hmm. Yeah, but do I want them on screen is the thing.
2: Can't you do that by opening them from the podcast folder? I can.
1: I'm just trying to think of the most eloquent way to do this. Mm.
2: Yeah, basically my strategy was, like, every time I see a meme that I like, I save it. And I often then just unload them.
1: Yeah, so instead of doing (laughs)
2: that. Um, And so I just went through and tried to find every cat meme that I'd saved that I hadn't sent you yet.
1: Um, you know what? Do you want to put them in the podcast chat? Because then I can pull them up on the side of our screen and have them in.
2: How exactly do I go about that?
1: You, I think you can just copy. Like, if you click copy, like, click copy you paste can just paste it. Okay. I don't think the Discord text chat will try and stop you.
2: It's not letting me. Hmm. Hold on. Yeah, I suppose we should have sorted this out in advance. I mean that's on
1: happens. that's on us, but frankly, if you're here after 115 episodes expecting just you know smooth sailing, hmm. utterly frictionless <laughs> episode flow, that's on you. <laughs> like to be completely honest.
2: So, oh, is there a button here? What is, is this like a? Hmm. Huh? It's letting me copy the link to the Google Drive... Here, you know what? Hold on. um, ...image. But I can't just copy and paste the actual meme.
1: Oh, I like that bullshit.
2: Yeah. Because when you right-click to, like, save it or whatever, like, all it says is add a comment.
1: That's annoying as hell.
2: Yeah, and when I click copy on it when I'm not, like, on the picture, it just gives me the link. Well... And I, they're all from my phone, so I can't. Although mm, it would be hard to find them on my phone right now.
1: Okay, well then you know what? We're just gonna, gonna be scooch this window over onto my screen. And I, I mean, care I don't know. If it's not that professional. Oh, I mean, you can.
2: How? How's that? Ooh. Oh no, but that worked.
1: The link to it does work. Oh, fantastic. Okay, yeah. So send the link, and then I can just click it, and it is visible for the audience. Wonderful. Got it. Uh, First one. Accurate. (laughs) Yeah. 10 out of 10. Oliver doesn't really do that much, though. Weird. He's a strange little boy, but we love him regardless.
2: Hold on. on. I swear I copied a new link. No, it's okay. I did! I clicked get link and then copy link link copied there it is okay there it went bringing together cats with one of my favorite fandoms
1: oh wait hold on oh you know what it's 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 the the preview it will only show me the little preview where it's like cutting off the image so screw this i'm just moving the window on uh, yeah onto my desktop Oh, I tried. We tried. You know, and that's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah, It's
2: just a weird snippet of it for that one.
1: The other one worked. Oh, my God. We really are just struggling tonight. Which, like, is that all that different? No. Why won't it just
2: let me copy the pictures? Why?
1: (laughs) He's biting me. (laughs) <laughs> he likes you, literally. Every day when I get home, he attacks my ankles. Like, little shithead that he is. That's,
2: that's why I like that. It's like, uh, do you even like him? I would die for him. <laughs> yeah. He's a new little butthead with one brain cell. Yep. That, that is from Star Trek The Next Generation. That is Spock's cat, Spot. I'm uh, not Spock, wow. Because I was saying Spot. Data. Yes, Ada's cat, Spot. I love it. And, uh, yes. He, he wrote a whole ode to Spot, which is one of my favorite things about...
1: That's so cute, I almost choked on my tea. It's adorable. You should read it. <laughs> Excuse me, we're good. That was attractive. Moving right along. <laughs> he, he's a cat? Um, Text here for audio listeners, even though I will be linking all of these... Um. So you can view them yourself if you would like to. But text is, my mom just bought our cat a Christmas stocking, even though we're Muslims and don't even celebrate Christmas. She was like, we don't know what religion he is. We can't force him to be Muslim. He's a cat? Which, like, that's just so wholesome. It's nice, yeah. It's like,
2: oh, yeah, just give him all the various religious paraphernalia and let him make his own choice. I
1: love the TikTok where um somebody's like, like shaking out like their their prayer mat and before it even touches the ground the cat's sitting on it like this is mine yeah that's very cat like if they see a square
2: they will be in it oh the next one I thought about taking off because it's not like funny necessarily it's just cute but
1: oh yeah no why <laughs> would you that's wonderful look the at voice. those eyes and also just the murderiness of those eyes. They've almost pupils. disappeared.
2: That's my f- my favorite thing about having a void. Is like, when, when her pupils get so big, it's like she has no... It's just black, you know? You can't actually see anything around it. Oh
1: my god, I love it. It's like the
2: cutest thing. Precious. I love a
1: void. Next. <laughs> oh my god. He was doing that to me, literally, earlier today, when I was sitting in my chair. Because I'm... It's... Weirdly warm here today, and my mm-hmm. apartment is decently warm. I'm wearing shorts. Um, but he's standing on my bare leg with those fucking pile driver paws. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Like he's like seven pounds. Yeah, it's how it, it defies physics. No, you know what's even worse than when they're like standing like on your chest or whatever is when mm-hmm. they just on the right directly on the boob. Yeah. Just, like, slowly, agonizingly, like, yeah. they, like, right. will, like, step a little bit, and you're like, please yep. don't do this to me, and then they just slowly increase the pressure. It's like, please, literally stand anywhere else. Anywhere else on my body. But no. Yeah. It really. has to be right there.
2: Yeah. The, uh, I feel like we should be describing them, but... The heaviest objects in the universe, from our sun to neutron stars to black holes, and then each of my cats' individual paws on my stomach.
1: Yep. Oh my god, and he, I don't know what the deal with him is, he is an expert at just stepping directly on my throat while I'm sleeping. I'm like, why? But I can't kick him out because, I mean, like, I kick him out on weeknights, but on weekends I can't kick him out because then in the morning I don't wake up with him curled up under my chin, under the blankets with me. Like, he burrows under there while I'm sleeping and like, I can't. (laughs) I can't say no to that, you know? Yeah, you to
2: have that a couple days a week.
1: Yeah, I need it. Anyway, moving on. Oh, this you next are in charge I of- I'm, I say moving on as in asking you. You are in charge. These are your memes.
2: Well, the, the next one I saved specifically for you, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although- Lately, he's been getting uh, locked out of the bathroom while I shower because he's discovered that the trash is fun to eat. Yeah. So.
2: I I feel like at least... There's at least one or two more memes that are related to going to the bathroom.
1: I mean, they do be following you everywhere.
2: Yeah. He most certainly does
1: that. (laughs) And, like, I live alone, and I didn't have a cat for a little while, so sometimes I still am just like, yeah, I don't lock the, I don't shut the door fully, and then he just like pokes his little, like <laughs> the TikTok where the cat just like reaches in and it's that sound that's like pissing all by yourself, handsome. <laughs> like that's what it is. If ever the oh, yeah. door does not latch completely, yeah, he's like, is for me.
2: When I am here alone, I never bother to close the door.
1: Yeah, and they it's just, me. yeah. And also, just before I started kicking him out when I shower. Just when I like, you know, pull back the curtain and he's just standing there staring at me, like, where you close it?" I'm like, "Do you mind, A little pervert?"
2: The next one is another void.
1: Oh, that's dangerous. Oh no. <laughs> oh, little like, buddy. They, they
2: do blend in so well. She startles me all the time, and she at least has her two white spots. But
1: oh, I've seen it. I have like, seen uh, it. I have been to your house. Oh like
2: I'll be in the basement and I'll think I'm alone and then all of a sudden I see eyes in the dark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hmm. It's
2: like, excuse me, ma'am.
1: Yeah, that's a bad thing to have, especially after you just like just watched a horror movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just eyes peering at you from the dark, like, ooh. She's my spooky baby. Yeah, it is nice that he doesn't he doesn't really blend he's a cow yeah I've never had cats that were that
2: light colored
1: but also um, as a person who predominantly wears black
2: yeah
1: yeah that shits all over everything but it's fine I love him although I really am this close to just like stopping the problem at its source and like vacuuming him rather than the rug
2: That's related to the next meme.
1: Oh, fantastic. Look at me go. Transition. (laughs) That's probably what it does. That's probably what it feels like to be a cat. How long were you under my desk, Luna? She She just shows up.
2: I mean, it, it's it's very scary to them, and I like how they made the vacuum almost look like Cthulhu. In the- a little bit, yeah.
1: <laughs> Anime monster <laughs> vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, that is probably how cats see themselves. They die fighting. I
2: never, um... Like, I never had cats who tried to attack the vacuum or anything. They just run. I did have a dog that always, like, barked at it and tried to bite it.
1: But. He is not... And maybe it's just because of, like, the fact that he's so chill with literally everything. He, like, doesn't like it, but he'll get kind of, like, if it's stationary for long enough, like, if I'm, like, you know, using a little wand or whatever, he'll get right up there and just be like, what the hell is this? Hmm. But then, of course, it moves and he's like, oh, never mind, bye. But, yep, he's he's pretty brave about it, honestly. Surprising. But he's a weird little boy. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash
0: ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
2: Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.
0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
2: The next one I think I did send you before, but it gets me every time.
1: No, it's my biological
2: cat. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm, I'm just saying to
1: people honestly.
2: I know. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to be like, "Oh, did you adopt your cats or something?" You know, like instead of buying them or something, that way I could be like, "Oh, no, they're my biological they're cats." My biological cat. <laughs> I just so badly I want someone to
1: ask. Your time will come, I promise.
2: I'm I'm waiting. I'm I'm, you know, got this stirred up. I will say it so gleefully.
1: I love it. I hope I'm there when it happens. I really, I really do hope that is the case. Sticks my leggy out. <laughs> it's a tent. He made, he his, made his own a tent. tent. <laughs> I just... It's always funny when Oliver is chilling in the beanbag and, like, you know, licking himself obscenely loud, as he does. But sometimes he'll, like, move around. Like, he'll, like, have stick his leg out in such a position that it's the only thing you can see sticking off of the bean bag just like it's very funny especially with like the beans all spread
2: uh huh just a random paw appearing
1: out of nowhere West Virginia that's actually <laughs> one of my go to karaoke songs <laughs> I will go it's hard
2: stupid <laughs> especially that last one
1: that's a classic. I did Cats it.
2: and Cowboy hats singing country road. It's just uh, country oh,
1: She looks so happy with herself and her rock collection. The rock collection. <laughs> His face. Oh, well, it's a great
2: rock collection. I can't look at her. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that's just Piper. That Piper. She would just be laying there, and I would just hear... (sighs) I'm like, what? Was it a hard day at work? Well, now you can say, what ails you, my
2: little unemployed freeloader? I know,
1: he is a little freeloader. (laughs) Again, love him, would die for him. Um, You contribute nothing to this house. But that's okay.
2: Yeah, he contributes cuteness and snuggles. Yeah, this one's a bit
1: of a read. No, but, like, why is it right? <laughs> like... Yeah.
2: Yeah, for, for audio, it's a munchkin cat. The tiny little paws. It says she looks like the woman named Margaret who sits in the front of the office and has a Betty Boop calendar, and usually is a little stressed out because no one ever puts the outgoing mail in the right place, and she's not really great with this whole Google Docs thing. Yeah, but she always remembers to fill up her candy jar with peanut M Ms in seasonal colors, and when she finally retires, this whole place will probably fall apart.
1: And like, it's but. so accurate.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's so specific, and it's like, yeah, yeah that is Margaret.
1: That's her. That's her in cat form,
2: right down to don't... the little
1: pink Vera Bradley looking leash.
2: Yeah, and I, I don't know, I don't know why it's accurate, but it is.
1: Amazing. Some things you just can't boil down to words. It's a it's a vibe, yeah. it's a feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope that whenever anyone who is just listening to this episode takes does take a moment to click through the attachments that they will understand. <laughs> uh. Okay. I mean, that's- I mean- oh, It's like an emo cat. Emo cat. Emo cat, indeed. I love him. He's, like, staring out we're the like, window like, no one understands me. But, like,
2: why would the HomePod MIDI, like, play music because the cat yelled? It just- like-
1: I don't know, but I'm glad it does, and I'm glad that emo cat is having- is enjoying himself pretending to be in an angsty music video.
2: Very dramatic.
1: Amazing. Yeah, he- Oliver's not much of a keyboard walker, mostly because I keep him off of my desk, like, period. Yeah. But I can see how that would be a problem if I had a laptop, because he sure do like being on top of my lap.
2: Yeah, well, that's why, like, technically this is my laptop, I just have external monitors connected to it, but I keep my laptop closed for that reason, Yeah. and then I use this wireless keyboard that I have on the shelf that slides in, because nope. But like, everybody should have a boss like that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, cat <laughs> just I, is gibberish. Absolutely, smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> like I just, uh, me as a boss.
1: <laughs> Why is my
2: professor
1: a cat? Oh my god! And they <laughs> they made a cat professor Twitter account. That's. I love the commitment to the bit that you change your Twitter handle and your display name just to mess with somebody.
2: But you see the, the, the handle is at cat. Like how early did they have to get that account?
1: I mean it also could just be Photoshop, but either way it's funny. Oh, I
2: suppose, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I went to school for seven years to get this job. Okay, two more
1: <laughs> am i the asshole i always guard the bathroom when my roommate is using it to protect her from dangers parentheses family tradition she refuses to extend this courtesy to me even when i use my bathroom at 3 a.m even when i scream for her is she being unreasonable i'm a cat if this is relevant and then it trails off yeah it gets
2: me too because it's the i'm the cat if this is relevant
1: I love when anyone, like, any, like, like someone who's, like, coming to a location, like, just for one thing, like, gets attached to whatever animal is there. Like, absolutely excellent. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Excellent. Fantastic batch of memes. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. There's some real solid ones in there. Okay. Now...
2: Oh yeah, okay. I've opened up the first
1: one before. I was like, for For a second, I was like, wait, do I have to stream anything? I was like, nope, never mind. We all we put them in separate folders for a reason. On the screen, I'm just not looking. Oh, okay. Um, we'll go until you're ready. Love this Facebook post. I've seen that one. Yeah, because it's like they look exactly the same. They're the same level of chunk. Yeah, they're both a little chubby. Yeah. they have the exact same markings the same face it's, it's a one Facebook thing it just says last month my cat disappeared a week ago i found him and brought him home today my cat came back now i have two identical cats and they are identical also um for my musical people out there it's bustifer jones the chunky black and white cat huh.
2: he's so cute i mean I feel like they would eventually be able to tell the difference, but they had that cat for a week without noticing that it wasn't their cat.
1: But also, like, m- maybe if your cat was missing for a month, it would be a little weird if it was just, like, chilling out on the streets after being a house cat.
2: Yeah, I, know. I, I feel like I would know my cats, but I don't... Hmm.
1: I don't know. Either like, way, it's funny. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, most voids look the same, but I would know Nixie.
1: I believe it. (laughs) This is just, um, this is me. It's just relevant because the image is a cat. It's a cat that, it's a kitten that looks very sad and it just says, sorry for being weird and off-putting. It will happen again. Which, yeah, I think that should, I should probably just get that fucking tattooed on my forehead at this point. (laughs) Moving right along.
2: (laughs) Every time I see a meme like that, I want to know what's underneath the bar. You know, like, what it used to say. There's something
1: about the, like, weird censored meme where I'm never going to know the context that I find very funny. This is also not necessarily a meme about, like, cats. This is a screenshot of an Instagram post (laughs) that I took. And it was overheard at a Broadway production during the intermission of Cats. What is this about? Which, like, yeah, it's...
2: there's two answers. Nothing. Nothing.
1: And cats and cats. Um, technically, the plot is they're cats, and they all introduce themselves until one of them receives permission to die.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Love it. Go see the production. <laughs> cats is so much fun. If you Remember we watched sit, the movie, I try not to. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you, yeah, I try not to. But uh, if you want to sit in a theater and be just entertained with shiny things and spectacle and song and dance for two hours go find a production of cats i saw i like saw the actual musical live absolutely bangs i can see why that ra- ran on broadway for as long as it did it's fun you may have a lot of questions but at no point are you ever thinking am i bored
2: mm. i mean arguably <laughs> even with the movie version i wouldn't have asked if i was bored More like confused. Upset. Yeah. Uh,
1: This is another one where it's not necessarily the cat that is the meme. (laughs) But but this is just like a reaction that I use to a lot of things and say a lot. Like say brain scrambled egg. and He looks like such a little gremlin. I know. He looks so alarmed. Like he really does look like he's buffering. But he's good heterochromia, I love that, no, he's a special boy, but like i this is me at so many different points during my day, just like yeah, no thoughts. My brain is scrambled egg, mm mm-hmm. so I just figured I'd share him with y'all
2: yeah that's that's a lovely thought. cat in the dryer, <laughs> I feel like I had this in my uh my folder of memes. It's possible,
1: at some point, yeah. But yeah, it's like that's his truck and he's ordering from a drive thru at twelve AM. Chicken.
2: That's why I always keep my dryer closed, because
1: Yeah, the dryer's in the basement, he doesn't get there. But I just love the chicken sandwich and scratch my butt, please. Like yeah, that's exactly what a cat would order at a drive thru at twelve AM.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also his something about his expression.
2: Orange boy.
1: I love a good orange boy.
2: Ridiculous creatures.
1: I don't you've probably never played Skyrim. That's not important. I just like how tiny he is compared to the little Skyrim quest marker that has been edited above this insanely teeny tiny little kitten. And it just talk, Bebo. I'll try my best
2: to look like the emoji.
1: Talk to him. <laughs> Talk to Bebo. I would love to. I would love to see um, what quest he gives me. I will happily complete it for him.
2: Kittens yeah, that young tend to like scream a lot. So I bet if you poke him, he actually would probably. Oh, I'm
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. He, that's he's got a quest marker over him. He has mm-hmm. things to say. Yeah, I think I feel like that would work. He's my objective. Anyway, the prophecy is. It's a I cat, love... yeah, sitting on a pillow, which has the embroidered design of a cat sitting on a pillow. Cat pillowception, if you will. And I also just I, I like really that the love... cat even looks like the cat on the pillow.
2: I feel like it's kind of um, almost like a trend
1: in cat memes,
2: maybe recently, of cats that like fit perfectly into like an old painting or something like that. Like
1: amazing. then they
2: get in just the right spot. And so it looks like
1: they were, yeah. Um Excellent. this cat you know who this cat looks like? Nandor. No,
0: yeah,
1: N- <laughs> that I is love Nandor in cat form. Just the dopey smile, the fangs that's... Uh, the no, I, not a single thought behind those eyes. That is door.
2: I love it when Nixie's little little fangs stick out. It just kills me because they stand out so well against the black fur. <laughs> but yeah, I saw this cat <laughs> and I was annoying. immediately
1: like, that's him. That
2: what is Mr. Lendless. What a face.
1: But yeah. Nixie, this is making me want to see
2: you. Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to get in my lap a little bit ago. I wouldn't let her. Amazing.
1: Um... This one kind of speaks for itself.
2: Okay. Is that suggesting the cat moved the cushion?
1: I would assume so. Yeah. Okay. Strong. Comfy.
2: Comfy.
1: Which, like, okay. I guess. You know.
2: Different places, trying out new sleeping spots.
1: His goals are beyond our understanding.
2: You know, a lot of cats don't really like super soft stuff.
1: Which is so bizarre, because, like, why are you so soft and fluffy if you don't like it? Maybe
2: that's the problem. There's too much fluffiness already. Like, because they have multiple cat beds that have, like, you know, a cushion inside of them, like the covered ones.
1: Oh my god, all he does is fucking attack his.
2: there's, There's that gray one right there, you can see. They always pull out the cushion and lay- they won't lay in if the cushion's there. They pull it out themselves.
1: I cannot get him to use the bed that I bought him.
2: Yeah, no. You wait. You'll waste a lot of money on cat beds. Well, the cats well, I had before these ones never slept in beds.
1: Fun. But these ones do a little bit. Oh, well, that's something. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, here's a meme that
1: I made. And gave to um, the secretary at the canal to print out for us. And stick it in the crew quarters. Nice. I just thought it was nice. Love. I love when they sit like that, all weird. It's delightful.
2: How can that be comfortable? I just... I know they got more bones than we do, but...
1: um, And I do believe this is my final one, I think. Yeah. But I just... I love oh. how chonky this cat is. I love how happy he looks. I love the caption which reads, When he gets in the tub, sometimes he purrs so loud that the shampoo bottles fall over. I love that he is made that happy just by sitting in an empty bathtub that his purr is loud enough to rattle the walls to the point that the shampoo bottles fall over. I'm so yeah. glad that he deserves it. I love him so much.
2: What well, was the, um, from the, the cat breeds professional rumble machine, Professional,
1: I professional rumble machine. Oh, wait, actually, no, I have an arrow.
2: I was gonna say, it looks like you have,
1: like, five more or something. Oh, I'm an idiot. Um, Here's another wonderful cat just doing weird cat things. It's a picture of a kitty staring at an ice cube on, on the floor, and it says, Booker loves staring at ice cubes. He doesn't lick them or touch them. He just stares and purrs. To which a person has commented, just a fan of thermodynamics. Which, like, yeah, okay, good for you, bud. There are... Cats do have a fascination with ice cubes a lot of the time.
2: I don't. Bella used I, to love them, and I would put them in her water bowl, and she would just have a grand time just trying to bath I should around. try that
1: for him. It's fun. I don't think he's aware of the fact that ice is a thing. See, so many new things to discover. I am. You I, know, you know every could... now and again, when he does follow me into the bathroom, one of the things that I do is I hold him up to the mirror to see if he's gained sentience yet. Hmm. Thus far, yeah. no. no. No, yeah. Not surprising. <laughs> what did she do? It's always a
2: pause while I'm looking at a spinny wheel. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> This is a pet finder listing for a very cute uh, what would you, that's Calico, right? You call it a Calico kitty? Tortoiseshell. Tortoise shell. For a kind of cute, but maybe possibly slightly grouchy looking uh, tortoise shell kitty. But her name is um, Polly Pissy Pants. So either this cat is a bitch or um, she peed on somebody.
2: Or both. Oh, tortoiseshell cats are notoriously bitchy.
1: Oh, wonderful! So <laughs> I mean, yeah. So maybe she's the, just a bitch.
2: The term is actually there's a word that people use that's tortitude, which I'm was very aware of because my fluffy cat, my long-haired cat, she was a tortie and white. You know, so she had the tortoiseshell coloring, but then the white belly and paws. So. And she was always very high-strung, and that's how I took notice of the the tortoiseshell cat community. And Like, no, it's Tortitude. They, they're all like that. Oh my god,
1: I love it. Um, yeah, so. But also, like, man, they did her so dirty with that name.
2: Yeah, look at that face, though, you can tell.
1: Oh yeah, no, she's giving you a look. Beautiful, but...
2: I love tortoiseshell coloring.
1: This is just such an accurate drawing. <laughs> like, the chin... <laughs> like, the way their eyes completely disappear, and, like, you can see their- it's, like, a little gross, especially when they, like, get their slimy-ass lips on your face, but, like, yeah. it's so cute. And again, the drawing is just- <laughs> it's, I love the- there's something about a bad MS Paint drawing yeah, that just elevates any kind like, of meme.
2: of the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. A thief. I know he drank a milk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which, this is is another thing that hits, like, a couple of different meme things I love. One, just the cat's expression and his little milk mustache on his gray face. But the poor grammar of the caption, I know he drank a milk. And also just the way that he looks like he, that is a cat who has been caught in the act. Yep. Like, that is a man who has been caught committing a crime.
2: It's just wearing white lipstick, it's fine. You see the account, stupid pet face.
1: And this is the last one. And I love it so much. Came home drunk last night and got way too excited to this see my cat. And
2: yeah. it is a
1: white cat with lipstick marks all over it. Poor thing. I love how he like looks <laughs> slightly alarmed. Haunted. Yeah. Haunted is the worst. It's just like, man, what just like what just happened? Questioning life why are any of us here yeah his expression the fact that there are again lipstick marks all over this white cat absolutely delightful 10 out of 10 um i've been there it's probably going to happen to me at some point i just i mean it's already happened i just haven't been wearing lipstick so oh yeah
2: yeah
1: i'm sure it'll happen someday Get in the kitty smoochies where you can, especially because he's you know he's he's cow he's mostly white. Mm-hmm. So this could be Oliver one day, and most likely will be. But um. Thus concludes my kitty memes. Uh, technically, there is another thing I have on the list today, but I think we have been going for long enough to bring us yeah, to yeah. the weekly worsening. Yeah, it's been where like I have a fucking plethora of, uh, ways that I'm worse this week, but, uh, do you have anything that you would like to start with?
2: You you go first while I continue to ponder.
1: Wonderful. Um, here's how I'm worse this week. I am bought ghost tickets. I am going to go see ghost this summer, and I am already really embarrassingly excited. Um, I have designated one... Hmm. Yeah, you know what? Fine. I'll say this in public. I have already chosen a bra that I'm going to throw. Because I will be in the pit. Like, I bought pit tickets. You're gonna have have in your pocket? Well, yeah. Or you're gonna be wearing it and then take it off and then do it. Well, the plan... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm planning on wearing a sports bra when I'm actually at the concert because, again summer pit dancing um yeah and the other last night when i was on the way back from dinner from valentine's day dinner Mm -hmm. with my um lovely boyfriend who puts up with so much it like hit me that the thing that I purchased, I was like, oh, like, this is a thing that's, like, going to happen. And I got so excited that I did that thing. Like, you know when dogs are so excited that, like, there's just this weird, like, whine that they, like, physically cannot hold back? hmm And they're, like, sh- shaking? That was mm-hmm. me. That was me on the way home from Hibachi last night. Sort of, like, wheezy,
2: almost whining. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was me. Um... So, that's how I'm worse. I'm, like, so much worse. <laughs> nice. How about you, Bestie?
2: Um, I I guess I just, I continue to make stellar purchasing decisions. Wonderful, what'd you do this time? Um, I may have bought a toy, like, squishy, like, stress ball material, S'more. So you're it's adding
1: to death. the collection.
2: <laughs> yes. And I, I got my Death Note. Hell it's like, yeah. dude, it is so high quality. Like, it's like a nice, like, soft leather. It's got regular pages in it, but it also has, like, all the rules and stuff. Oh
1: my god, that's and awesome. And a little
2: ribbon bookmark. Oh my god, it's it's a thing of beauty. And it came with, like, a bookmark oh god, and I two necklaces that I'm- I don't know what I'm gonna do with those. I could
1: wear one of them um, for Misa.
2: It has an L on it. There's one that's an L, and one that has the little card that says whoever's name, whatever human's name is written in this death note, will die. Yeah, okay,
1: that's a that's funny. a thought.
2: Um, yeah, and so and I got my little Ryuk coming on Friday, it's supposed to be delivered.
1: That's so exciting. So like,
2: I I swear I'm a grown up.
1: <laughs> I keep telling myself that too. Um.
2: Anybody who looks at my Amazon order history would assume I have kids.
1: (laughs) Pretend I do not see it. Um, you know, that's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's fine with the little authority that I have over anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes me happy. That's all that matters. You know, that's all that matters. Um, as I have said... Definitely to you in real life before, possibly not on the podcast, but uh, the motto for 2023 is, uh, within reason, of course, um, yep. fuck it, we ball.
2: Oh, I did make some other people worse yesterday. Oh, wonderful. What'd you do? Um, I dedicated a portion, not a huge portion, 10-15 minutes of one of my classes showing them clips from Mac and me. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah, how... What
1: class? How many people did you do- subject to this? Well, see, it wasn't that many because this was the class. It got added like a week before the semester started. Oh, when see, I thought schedule. you were doing that in your like hundred-person lecture, and yeah. I was like, that is that is dedication to just no. to making people worse.
2: No, it just there's only eleven people
1: in this class. It's like the smallest class I've had in but still, years. You made eleven wow. people worse, and for that, I am proud of you.
2: But we were we were talking about like. um... Horizontal integration, you know, these big corporations that have holdings across various industries. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And I have a poll everywhere question where they were giving examples, nice. you know, with devices. And one of them popped up, and it said McDonald's. They have restaurants and a movie. And I immediately weird? was like, "Do you do you guys know what Mac and Me is?"
1: Were they thinking like, of something else? Uh,
2: yeah, I got so like hyped up and excited, none of them knew what I was talking about.
1: I'm so sorry. Somebody tried
2: to, somebody tried to guess supersize me, and then everybody started laughing. Like that's a documentary that's critical of fast food. No, but
1: I remember when I was a kid. Like I, I am not of the generation that watched Mac and Me as a child. But th- I there is like a they did like a little like Ronald McDonald cartoon. Like I know for a fact that's a thing. We had it on VHS. Yeah. So, like, well, I'm assuming that's probably what someone around my age might have been thinking of?
2: Well, no, they were talking about a movie that came out a couple of years ago called The Founder. Oh. Mm-hmm. About, like, the founder of McDonald's, I think is what, I don't know, I've never actually seen the movie, but that's what they were referring to. But And so, then I, of course, had to tell him about Mac and Me. Yeah, i Yeah, try to explain it, which is basically a rip-off of E.T. that's one big advertisement for McDonald's. Yeah. Um, and I said, maybe you all have seen the gif of the kid in the wheelchair falling off a cliff. And one student knew exactly what I meant. he sort of yeah, there you and... go. There you
1: go. I mean, you know, sometimes being chronically online helps.
2: And so I, I told them, I was like, oh, you know, we're going to take our break. And probably during the break, I'm going to look up clips on YouTube to show you. And someone's like, can you show us the gif? <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. We watched it cycle like 15 times. <laughs> Just... As
1: well, you know, I feel like that's what and you're
2: supposed it... to do. And then I showed him a clip of the full scene of that.
1: Amazing. Incredible.
2: On the hill And the trailer and the McDonald's dance party. <laughs>
1: yes. We <laughs> like do, need to, we do need to watch that at some point.
2: I know I've said this on the pod before, but like, I loved that movie as a kid. You know, I didn't recognize what it for what it was. I thought yeah. Mac was adorable. And I made my mom rent the VHS like so many times.
1: We should. I'm sure someone has made a drinking game for that movie. We should watch it every time
2: they whistle and and and, do this
1: and play that game. (laughs) They do this and and maybe die. Who knows?
2: Yeah. Oh my God. I want to watch it so badly. Maybe we'll have time this weekend.
1: Ooh, very possible. Yes, this weekend. Um, Not that this even matters, but this weekend we're seeing Beetlejuice, baby.
2: Yeah, this weekend we rage. Beetlejuice and sushi, bitch.
1: <laughs> we're going. Yeah, we're raging. We're going out to a <laughs> restaurant and seeing a musical.
2: <laughs> and man, that musical is at two o'clock in the afternoon. So we're, you know,
1: damn. No, and really we're good. like using yeah. it as an excuse to like get dressed up. It's yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's not just any sushi. It's rotating sushi
1: conveyor belt sushi.
2: So excited. This is
1: gonna be good so you know there's yeah. there's another thing we can leave you with we will report back
2: yeah about how it has made us worse
1: i mean i have already gone through a major hyperfixation with beetlejuice the musical maybe this will reawaken it who knows
2: no i'm just talking about the whole the whole weekend
1: oh wonderful great so yeah we'll have we, we cool. will have options is what we're saying to you <laughs> all right as always thank you for fighting with us friends we appreciate each and every single one of you and we will see you again next week Adios. Later. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at bridgetkelly 98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening!
0: Selling a little? Or a lot?